0: How y'all doing? Everybody good still? Awake still? Not worried? Now, I'm going to tell you now, this happens every time we have a baptism service. I walk and I move, uh, but I am quite spatially aware. So don't worry about me going that way. Because the amount of times that I'm like, I'll literally be doing this, and then people go, no, 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 don't don't focus on this. Focus on me, and we'll be good. We're going to go through a little bit. Um, But for those of you who don't know me, my name's Adrian. I'm the lead pastor here. Uh, It's my pleasure to be uh, kind of unpacking a bit of scripture um, and, uh, and talk a little bit about what we're, most of you as visitors are here to celebrate, which is that of baptism. We have two, yay, come on. We have two people getting baptized today. Joe. Steph. Now, the cool thing is, though, that God may be stirring inside of you as well. So maybe there's a a Holy Spirit prompt. So I never say we've only got the two because you never know what God might do. Um, But uh, realistically, we, we kind of want to talk about what baptism is, because those of you who are coming might just be coming because your mates invited you. Those of you who are part of the church may or may not have experienced a baptism like this if you've kind of just joined recently. Or maybe you know exactly what baptism is about. Um, But it's just always good to be reminded, right? I think it's one of those things that it is good for us to be reminded. So we at GBC are a Baptist church, and so we do what's called full-body immersion. So we actually will come in to this space behind me, which Steve is so amazingly prepped, and we have been heating it up so it shouldn't be ice cold. And we have, you know, it should be all right. But we will go in there. And then Joe and Steph, um, after kind of declaring their faith and proclaiming their faith, we will fully dunk them. It's like a massive bath behind me except for there's no bubbles. Um, and the reason we do that is because we see that in Scripture. We see in Scripture this this action, this command to be baptized. And so when it comes to other traditions, other um, denominations, they do kind of infant baptisms and they may sprinkle a bit of water. We don't do sprinkling here. We go full over, you're gonna get soaked, you're gonna get soaked because that is what we uh, see in scripture we do. Um, If you are sat there going, well, actually, if you don't do christenings for babies or infants, what do you do? We do something called the dedication, which essentially is us uh, as the church and the parents kind of committing to dedicate the child to God, to dedicate themselves and ourselves to help this child grow with faith until they can make the decision to dive in, jump in, gingerly walk in. No, no bomb, dive bombing in just in case, Joe. I saw the face. He was like, no, no cannonballs. Um, but so with that where do we get it we're going to turn to scripture for a bit of a reading and then uh, i'm going to just briefly unpack some of it Uh, again i'm not trying to teach you something you don't know but i think it's just always a great reminder so we're going to turn to matthew 28 verses 19 through 20 Uh, it's also known as the great commission so this might be something that you might be like oh i've heard this before so this is what it says then the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. Now, you might be thinking, hold on a second. There was 12 disciples. Why is there only 11? Because this is, this is after the crucifixion, after the resurrection. So actually, Judas is no longer there because he betrayed Jesus. And there's a whole story there for Judas. He has a whole other kind of focus, but we're not going to draw on him. But it's just the 11 that stuck with Jesus the whole time. So the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him. <coughs> but some... So, I mean, already there's a few things in there. So, why do we do baptism? Why baptism? Well, simply because we're called to baptize people. We see Jesus' command. He says, go. Go make disciples and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Literally, we're told to do it. We are told that being baptized is actually part of being a disciple. Now, this is a loaded question. I'm not expecting hands up. But do you call yourself a disciple of Jesus? Do you consider yourself a follower of Jesus? If you are a person who's going after what Jesus is going after, you're called to be baptized. We are called to baptize people. Now, I always find this command a real interesting one because oftentimes we read it and we go, yes, yes, we as the church are called to baptize people, and yes, the pastor will do it at the front of the church. But it doesn't say you have to have a theological degree to baptize people. It doesn't say, oh, by the way, after you've gone through training and you've got your dog collar, then you baptize people. It says, go, make disciples and baptize them. Jesus himself gives all of y'all and myself the remit, the command to go and make disciples. And as you do that, to baptize people. So when was the last time you baptized somebody? Uh. Uh... You, build, you filled up your, your bathtub, or your hot tub, or your pool, would you go down to the, to the brook in the meadows, really not good water there, be quite disgusting, but maybe you done not now don't, get, don't mishear me, I get it, we kind of have fallen into traditions that we do it in church, and that's okay, but actually there's something to be said That if someone comes to know Jesus under your kind of guidance with you as a friend in your small groups, and they say, man, I got to get baptized, then go for it, do it. You can wait for a special service. We can do it, but you can also just go and be baptized. But if, if everyone, that's you and me, are called to baptize people, there's also a bit of an implication that we are called to be baptized ourselves. That may sound as a surprise to some, but if we call ourselves disciples of Jesus, we're called to do all that he calls and commands us to do. And one of those things is to be baptized. If we believe, we should be baptized. Jesus came and gave his one and only son, that whoever would believe in him would not die but have eternal life. We're called to step into that. In that belief, we're called to be baptized. Now, if you're sat there right now, maybe having not been baptized, maybe thinking, well, actually, I do believe. I believe that Jesus is who he says that he is. I believe that God gave his one and only son. I I believe that he died on the cross. He rose again. I believe that he poured out his Holy Spirit for me, but I haven't been baptized yet. Maybe God is stirring it up in you that today could be a day. And if not today, then perhaps he's stirring it up in you to ask the question of when is that day? Because actually, if you believe and you've given your life to follow There's a call for you to be baptized. And we're all on journeys. Some of them you'll hear are immediate. Some of them take a bit of time. But whatever the journey, we're called to be baptized. Because you see, baptism is often seen as a beginning. But it's not always a beginning. As you'll hear from some of the testimonies in a bit, both of those being baptized today have been on a journey. This is not their first moment beginning of faith. They've believed for a bit. But they've gone on a journey. But equally, we can see that it is often a beginning for many. In Scripture, we, I read uh, one, of, one of my most kind of challenging, but yet a most amazing parts of Scripture is when um, Philip can kind of connects and, and walks this earth, and he's drawn to by the Lord, led to an Ethiopian eunuch. And this eunuch doesn't really know God at all. And he spends a bit of time with Philip. And then by the end of it, the eunuch goes, well, what's stopping me from being baptized right now? And Philip goes, I mean, uh, no, nothing. There's some water, shall we? I mean, there was such commitment in the, in, the, in the eunuch. that He's like, he was convicted by the Holy Spirit. He didn't go to a Bible class. He didn't go to baptism courses. He didn't attend 15 times before giving. He didn't do a first communion. He, didn't do, he believed and was baptized. And I think sometimes I go to scripture and I, I'm challenged by the way we do things in churches. Actually, every day I'm challenged by the way we do things in churches. But that's one of the ones I look at and go, man, have we put up barriers? Have I put up barriers from God working in someone's life to be baptized? Because if you believe, then you can be baptized. And we see that baptism is ordained by Jesus. Jesus said, do it. It's a mandate, a command, an instruction. He says, do it. So in one sense, if you were a follower of Jesus, you're aiming to do everything that Jesus says and does, yes? I mean, there was so much lack of excitement with that. I mean, yeah, I got to do what Jesus asked me to do, but I don't want to. I mean, I didn't say you, want, you like have to enjoy everything, but we want to strive to, we want to do all that Jesus has asked of us. Yes? yes. A little bit less excitement even in that one, but it's fine. <laughs> but it's one of those things that, hey, if he says it, we, we want to do it. And, and that's applied to all things that Jesus says, but this is one of them. Go and baptize people. Well, we should be going and doing it. But see, what now you might be asking the question, okay, but okay so we know why we do it. We know, that, but what actually happens in baptism? Is it, is it special holy water? Have we spent 48 hours praying over it? What actually happens in baptism is, again, it's immersion in water. We are gonna dunk these guys. They're gonna get completely soaked. It's gonna be fun for me to junk them down and just, yay. We put you fully under. That's the physical, practical thing. But spiritually, we see that actually it's done in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's done with a reason and a purpose. Jesus says, baptize people in the name of. Actually, it is through belief in God, that the Trinitarian, triune God, and everybody's like, oh my goodness, those are big Christian words, yes. But the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. One God and three persons that actually we connect through. We're saved by Jesus. We've got the spirit of the Lord poured into us. And it's actually in belief in that triune God, belief in who God is that we do baptism. It isn't in the name of Adrian. Yay! Or in the name of Mike or any other of the leaders here. It isn't because of this or the other. It's in the name of our awesome God. There's something spiritual and special that we do. And so baptism is also an expression of faith. What is actually happening this morning is that actually Joe and Steph are outwardly expressing what has been going on inwardly for a while. It's an outward expression of the inward reality of them having given their lives to Jesus. And how awesome is that? Baptism is essentially saying, I'm in, I'm there. I'm going for God. Being an expression of faith also means that there's a level of accountability. Now, something that maybe Steph and Joe don't know is that actually, as of today, you kind of given us permission to hold you accountable because you're going to stand before us and all your friends and family to say, I love Jesus and I'm in mean it. And so now, whenever you act as a person that's not loving Jesus, we're going to come around you and be like, Psst, I know you love Jesus, but that wasn't very Jesus-like because actually there's a responsibility for us, but that's part of what's happening. There's a commitment, and I step into accountability. Now they're probably rethinking their decision going, I don't want Adrian talking to me anymore. <laughs> this is why we don't take baptism decisions lightly. But when you know what God's called you to, you step into it, you're going, yeah, I'm in. You actually welcome that accountability. You know, Steve asked today about Lent. What? How long have you... Uh, How's your New Year's resolution going? And I'll be honest, terribly. But one of the reasons is because I've not held myself accountable and not had others hold me accountable. See, we're called to do life and faith, not by ourselves, but with those around us. And baptism is part of that where we say, you know what, I can't do it by myself. It's not just about me in a bathtub and just going under. yes, Lord, I'm yours. But it's a public declaration that, God, I'm yours. And I want these people to journey with me. It's for the kingdom. Baptism is a spiritual rebirth as well. I'm almost there. We're going to hear from them soon. I know you might be thinking, I know all these things, but just in case. Baptism is a spiritual rebirth. One of the reasons we do it the way we do it is because actually there's almost this sense of, and I love the fact that it's an underground baptistry. You're being buried, but you're coming back to life. It's okay. But there's a sense symbolically, visually, that actually you are dying to your old self and being reborn spiritually. And there's something really powerful, I think, in the visual, and the, 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 the actual looking and seeing someone go down and then come back up. You're dying to your old self. But then, I guess, ultimately, why? And, and 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 why do it and, and 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 what is actually happening as well they kind of link in together the why really ultimately if nothing else is because Jesus did it and there's something that happens when we are obedient to what Jesus does and follow him we want to be more Christ like yes? yes one more time we want to be more Christ like yes yes Whew, good and actually that means it simply, it simply means doing what Jesus did and if Jesus himself walks to the Jordan River. And if Jesus himself says, I want to be baptized, then I'm sat there going, if Jesus did it, I'm going to do it. Because also spiritually, there's something that happens in us as we are obedient. As we humble ourselves and say, Jesus's way is better than my way. His way is better. So all of those things are happening during this time of Baptism but is it any special water? No, it's just water out of a hose from the tap. But is it special water? Yeah, because actually it's water in which these two are giving themselves to Jesus. And then there's a symbolic and, and, and like visual representation, but there's also a spiritual reality that God is present. His word promises that we're two or more gathered in his name, he is present. So guess what? He is with us now, And in that, he will move and speak.